I am so excited about this one. I talked to a mom of three, a freelancer in Canada, a creative consultant who are actually listeners of this podcast like you. All of this in episode 88. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the preferred podcast by many women across the globe to help you take control of your finances. Join me, Jen Hempel, a motivational money coach and your host each week as I share with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's do it. Welcome, welcome. I'm excited to have you here. Actually, excited is really an understatement. Now, you see, today and next week, I'm sharing what has to be some of my most favorite episodes. Let's get real. I have had fantastic guests. We can't take that away from them. But what touches me the most is talking to you, the person on the other side of the ear, but listening to the show. Yes, that's you. And I can't express the emotions inside me about this one or next week's. Now, you'll notice a reoccurring message that comes up, especially if you're really tuning in and listening, that you don't have to do this alone. It takes a village. You've heard that saying, right? Which really continues to confirm for me that I am doing what I need to be doing on this earth to give you a comfortable place as you walk along in your own unique money journey. As you grow, as we grow, we tend to fall on our face and that's okay. We just pick ourselves up. It's okay to make the mistakes. It's okay to make a mistake again. The thing is, this is a journey. Sometimes we are not ready at the moment to make the change, but we are getting there, right? So it's okay to be where you're at right now. Now, as you have been listening As the episodes are published, you probably know that this week, if you are listening to this on the day that it airs, we are in the midst of the five-day budget reset challenge. And we are wrapping that up tomorrow with a celebration and actually connecting with each other thanks to the internet. Uh, But we're also celebrating some ladies who have been in my Fearless Money Sisterhood program with the first ever awards. And on Saturday, which is February 11th, we'll be actually opening up enrollment, which enrollment only comes approximately once a quarter, and it's only open for seven days. So enrollment opens up on Saturday, February 11th, and it closes on Friday, February 17th, so seven days later at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, In today's episode, I wanted to celebrate these ladies with you as they share their stories and experience in the Fearless Money Sisterhood. Of course, if you are interested, if you're thinking, what is the Fearless Money Sisterhood? You can put your name on the wait list over at jenhemphill.com forward slash interested. Now today, I want you to meet Kathy, Christina, and Laura. So let's do this. I'm excited to have you here, Kathy, with us today to talk a little bit about your experience with the Fearless Money Sisterhood. Yes, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, no, thank you. Seriously, Kathy, it's been such a joy just connecting. We connected a little little over a year ago. And initially, uh, you actually invested in one-on-one coaching and continued with the Fearless Money Sisterhood 
program. And along the way, you experience some life happening, some tough life situations. But what I've really observed with you is that you're able to take that in stride and you're always come out with a smile and you just continue doing what you're doing. <laughs> and oh, so I really, you. really appreciate that about you because I've noticed that you, maybe it throws you off your game as far as what you want to accomplish with your finances, but you already had some systems in place that you were able to continue some things from what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. That's it. That's where you've helped so much. Oh, well, I'm glad. Well, tell us a little bit about you, Kathy. Well, I am a mother of three. I have a three-year-old twins. They're turning three next week. I can't Exciting. believe it. Exciting. Uh, I know. Boy-girl twins. And I also have a five-year-old daughter. Um, I work full-time at a financial firm based in Boston. And I'm in the HR realm of that business. Um, and I truly enjoy my work. Um, but I adore my family and we love vacationing. And we knew we needed to do something in order to uh, experience all those life experiences and get our money in order right. <laughs> in order to do that. <laughs> right. So I wanted to know, like, tell me a little bit about where you were before joining the Fearless Money Sisterhood. I know I mentioned you actually initially invested in the one-on-one coaching. So I guess we can take it back to that time where you were at, at in that period of time. Yeah. So my husband and I have always struggled with our ability to commit to a budget and also our our ability to uh, sort of think of money as a tool. So we got to a point in our lives where we have the three kids now and, you know, the twins were just turning two at the time when we first started the coaching and our daughter was three our other daughter was three and we were just at a point where every time we turned around, we were having to borrow money from family or, you know, we just weren't preparing properly for the things that we had coming up. And it was from what we discovered all a matter of planning. So we just didn't have a plan. And that was really frustrating and disheartening and hard to day to day living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, just struggling through that was really difficult. And we knew we had to make a change. And I stumbled upon um, your podcast totally by accident, but I like to think of it as a message. (laughs) Um, Somewhere along the way, I was just out there on iTunes and I found your podcast and I started listening and, oh man, it was like eye-opening. We don't have to live like this and it's obtainable and it can be simple. That was the biggest thing for us because being sort of newbies to the money management thing, it was tough to take on like a a really overwhelming process of getting our money together. So we were so happy to see that, you know, you taught things simply and um, we were so happy to have you in our lives. Well, I've been happy to have you because you have done both of you have done phenomenal uh, for sure. And like I mentioned earlier, you had some life happens and, and it was, it's been some tough times, but you've managed to persevere and that is just amazing. So since the one-on-one coaching, cause that's where you started first and then you continued on with the fearless money sisterhood, what have you achieved since then? Well, like you said, we had a very, very difficult year personally last year. My mother-in-law passed away and a few other things had happened along the way. And while it wasn't a year where we paid off all sorts of debt and things like that, we were so proud of this year when we reflected back on it because we stuck to a budget. 
when my husband's bonus came in, we had the money to do something fun for the first time in a long time without feeling guilty. And like I said, while we haven't been able to go on those exotic vacations we wanted to and all of that, or paid off tons and tons of debt, we have been able to stick to the plan. And it's always been the consistent thing for the last year, which is awesome. So it's been kind of that safety spot where (laughs) we're like, everything else is going nuts, but we still have a plan for our money. We still feel secure in that and we're going to be okay. We just got to make it through. And it allowed us the time to deal with the things we had to deal with, with emotions and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. We didn't have to think back. I love that. And I love that you bringing up a good point. So it was a tough year, especially the latter part of last year, but you bring up a point that, well, you didn't make these huge strides in like in the sense of paying off this huge amount of debt or going on these exotic vacations, but you made strides. And I love that you bring that up because sometimes we get so stuck with really the success of with the definition of success with personal finances has to be this tangible big number when it really isn't. It's really what you determine it to be the win, right? And I love that you're celebrating that because that's going to continue moving forward. So I love, love that you brought that up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, like I said, it will get there definitely, but oh, you're getting I, always, there. <laughs> I always remember my father saying to me, you got to crawl before you walk. And that's, I just kept thinking of that all year. It's, you got to crawl before you walk. And this is definitely the year of transitions and hard things. And next year will be better, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. No doubt about that. So what would you say is your favorite part about the Fearless Money Sisterhood? Well, I've made some awesome online friends. The thing I was reflecting on the other day is that I really think at any time of day, I could pop on and ask a question on the Facebook forum and every, you know, there's somebody on from all over the world (laughs) so they can answer my question. And I've made so many friends. It's like, we're all uh, in it together, which I really like. It's like we're a team and everybody's there to listen and support. And I can ask anything at any time and not feel like, oh gosh, this is a silly question, or this is something that I'm embarrassed about. We've all been there and everybody is okay with answering whatever. Love it. And what would you say to a person that's maybe considering uh, the Fearless Money Sisterhood program? Why would you say you would recommend it? I would honestly recommend it because I have been, I feel like at the bottom of, you know, where you can be with three kids and, you know, struggling to pay for food and just thinking about that constantly. And being in the Fearless Money Sisterhood, I feel like it's not just my burden. I can put the question out there and somebody inevitably has a solution, an answer, something that helps me, some little nugget that I can grab onto and say, yes, that's awesome. I can keep going. This is okay. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be successful and I'm going to make it because everybody's behind me and supporting me. I love that because, and you also bring up another good point is that Sometimes with personal finance, because it is such a private matter, we don't talk, right? It's, it's such a taboo subject. We don't talk it, but just the mad, the sheer fact that uh, we, if we start having those conversations, someone's going to have some input that you didn't have. And that's what I love about the fearless money. For me, uh, yes, I may lead the group. I may be the one that started it, but 
I don't have all the answers necessarily, right? There's an answer within the group just from the fact that we're having those money conversations. So I love that about it as well. So Kathy, I really, really appreciate you being here, providing all this feedback uh, and just having you in the program has been phenomenal. Thank you. And I appreciate the program very, very much. It's a wonderful place to be. Well, Christina, I am excited to have you uh, for this special episode as there's something about you is that you are so driven and so determined and you are always raising the bar on yourself. (laughs) Each time you achieve something, especially I know for a fact with your finances, you are always raising that bar and I absolutely love that about you. So I want for you to tell us a little bit about you so everybody know who Christina is. Yeah, so I'm Christina. I freelance, so my income varies quite a bit depending on how much work I choose to do and how much work I'm offered to do. And yeah, so it's uh, never been easy to plan around that and with taxes and everything else that comes with freelancing. So it's been a process to uh, get my head around it over the years. I can imagine, but you've had success with it. Lately, yes. (laughs) Awesome. So tell me, before you joined the Fearless Money Sisterhood, tell me a little bit about where you were at that time. Sure. So yeah, I had some debt just from typical stupidity in my life of not really planning, as I said. And around the time that I found the Her Money Matters podcast and heard about the Fearless Money Sisterhood, I had just pretty much finished paying off my debt. But all I was doing to go like for my debt repayment was just working excessively and putting all my money towards it. And I didn't really have any sort of plan or system to keep me from going back into debt as soon as I wanted to slow down my workload and stuff. So uh, yeah, about the time that I found Fearless Money Sisterhood, I was probably just out of debt, but with no systems in place or nothing for the future. Okay. And what since joining, because you've been with us for about six months, what have you achieved since then? Since joining, I've got basically now I've got a plan in place. I've got various accounts with automatic savings. So I'm kind of any, oh, by the ways that could happen in my life, I'm ready for. I used to dread as a freelancer. I used to dread tax time. This year, I'm pretty excited for it because Woo-hoo. I think for once I'm, I've planned and I'm ready. And yeah, just basically all the different systems I have in place have got me to where I want to be. And now I'm kind of happily coasting along, always trying to improve, of course, but like yeah, I'm not a good place. That <laughs> trying to. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I'm excited uh, that you've achieved all of that, Christina, because like I said, you always raise the bar and you're determined and you push through. So I love that. So what would you say is your favorite part about the Fearless Money Sisterhood? I would say I have two, if that's okay. Oh, absolutely. Um, the member site, because anytime that I have some time or think about it, I kind of can jump on and see what's going on. Also, when I joined, the Fearless Money Sisterhood had been around for, I think, at least six months in the past. So you can go back and look at any past Q&A calls and any past, basically anything that had happened on calls before you had joined. So I was able to get a lot of cool information when I first joined through that. And then even now, anything that you want to go back and look at. And there's also any, there's lots of videos, there's lots of Uh, Excel sheets and different documents and stuff that you can look at. So it's really helped me to keep me on track. And the other thing is the office hours. I don't use them 
overly often, but it's great to know that they're always there. So anytime I do have a problem or something pops up, it's good to know that I have access to be able to talk to you and get some answers and some help. Perfect. Perfect. No, thanks for sharing that. And why would you recommend the Fearless Money Sisterhood for anyone who's listening and is thinking about joining? Definitely. I would recommend it because I think it's just nice to have that extra help. I mean, you can do so much on your own, of course, but just that extra little bit of help. There's accountability. There's lots of other women that are in there that are able to, um, everybody helps everybody along with all their goals. And also you can pitch ideas or, you know, if you have a problem or something, there's always somebody who will be around that they can try to help you as much as possible. So I think that personally, as a single person, financially speaking, it was everything I was doing was on my own. So having that extra help from people and accountability was huge for me. And I don't think I would have got where I am without it. So that's why I would recommend it. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing all that insight, Christina. I appreciate you and I love having you in the group. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for everything you do. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Welcome, Laura. I'm so excited. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. To have you here on the podcast and to chat a little bit about the Fearless Money Sisterhood. Well, thank you, Jen. I'm excited to be here. Thank you very much. Well, you know what, Laura? It's been a little over a year since we connected. And actually, you have been there from the beginning since I started this membership program. You were the one of the first two people that signed up. So it was that moment, that scary moment when I decided I was going to do this and thinking, is anybody going to sign up, right? So you were been there from the beginning and I have loved the growth that I have seen you take in this past year, a little over a year, uh, and the shift that, that you have made with your finances. So I'm excited for those listening to hear that from you and learn more about you. Well, I can remember the moment that when I found your podcast, that's how I found you is on you know iTunes and I was searching for a money podcast that was different than just, you know, the typical make you feel guilty because you don't have, you know, a giant 401k kind of thing. And so <laughs> I can still remember finding the podcast and signing up. I can I can definitely recall, you know, where I was at that point in time. That's and so it has funny. been definitely it really, really has been a year of growth for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Well, tell us, Laura, a little bit about you and what you do. Well, I have my own business. I uh, do creative services for small businesses and solopreneurs. So kind of ranges between graphic design, marketing, website development, uh, whatever they might ask me to do, social media, it kind of runs the gamut. And I just really enjoy getting to be creative and problem solving and working with lots of different people and, and different industries. So I love that. Love that. And you're definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely a creative type for sure. (laughs) I've learned that a lot Mm -hmm. about you. So tell Mm -hmm. me a little bit about where you were before joining the Fearless Money Sisterhood. Well, my husband had always managed the finances and I basically stuck my head in the sand. I had a narrative in my head or a story in my head that I was not good with numbers and you know, he's a smart guy, he could take care of it. And so I didn't really 
pay that much attention to it. But that isn't to say that I was happy with it either, because I just didn't necessarily agree with some of the stuff. And I don't feel like there was very much focus on, you know, saving or planning. And a lot of the decisions were kind of arbitrary. And so I would periodically, you know, try to say to him, let's make these decisions together. or Let's think about this or let's think about that. And, and he sort of had his own system in his head. And, and I just kind of chose to let things go and, and not be really proactive with that. But like I said, you know, in the core underneath of that, of that quote unquote apathy, it really did bother me. And I just didn't, I just feel like I was letting things go by because of a, you know, a sense of fear of, you know, dealing with it. This November, if I look back, Mm -hmm. it was a place of almost discouragement or depression. Like I wouldn't want to look at the bank account or, you know, ask questions. And, and another element of that is our finances as a married couple. I mean, we've been married for 15 years, but we kind of kept things separate. I had my own checking account and then and he kind of man- managed the joint one. And so in some ways, it was just sort of a dysfunctional way of planning as a family. So I mean, not that I don't think it's important for people to have discretionary spending, but from a big picture standpoint, we just didn't make those decisions, you know, together. So, um, you know, and then I just had my checking account for things, and I would pay for certain things, and he would pay for certain things. And so while it worked sort of on a day to day basis, it didn't come from a place where you know, we were looking, you know, past like what's happening with our paychecks this week or next week or, you know, that. So. Right. And then you joined the Fearless Money Sisterhood. So what did you achieve during the course when you were in the Fearless Money Sisterhood? Because you were there a good year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so tell us a little bit about what you achieved. Well, I'm going to go back to a phrase that you say and have said frequently, (laughs) Um, that I have posted in front of me on my wall in front of my desk that says plan patience confidence. And so, and that's really the, where I am now is that, you know, maybe I don't have the amass the savings that I wish that, you know, I, I had, but I also am not afraid to think about money to tackle it To I have a, a spreadsheet that is, I actually look forward to getting in there and updating (laughs) stuff, which is just crazy to me that I would be excited to go in and, and look at the dollar amounts. So, I mean, really just in the past year, I have just become a lot more, uh, confident in dealing with money and then just, you know, patient with it and then just kind of planning. So the biggest part I think of that was really your spreadsheet. I mean, I don't know if people within the group realize the resource that that is. And I think I've said this before, but I mean, you know, I have reworked it to a system that I really like Mm -hmm. and the tool that you provided is just really excellent. And so, I mean, I think that that is one of the most valuable parts of that. And so being able to plan, I can now project out three months where we're going to be at with our income. And I mean, what we're doing with it. And so, I mean, that is, that is huge. And so now when I think about summer vacation, you know, it doesn't have me in a panic. I mean, we've been able to pay off, like I paid off my car, we've paid off Christmas presents from the year before last that just added up on a Best Buy credit card. I mean, we just things that we can 
again, it goes back to the planning part where you just, you know. mm-hmm. the other thing that is really important and I'm excited about the budget reset budget challenge is that I have a system for budgeting in place too. And mm-hmm. so it's not, I don't want a rigid part, but you do kind of have to track. And I don't track because I want to put limits on things. I want to track so that I have awareness and it's just sort of a different mm-hmm. sense. And one of the other really key things that I learned from you was the importance of taking the non-monthly expenses and calculating that into your monthly saving set aside or whatever. I mm-hmm. cannot tell you how crucial that is to creating stability. I mean, just yes. bottom line you know, I have done the budgets. I know what our monthly nut needs to be. I know how I need to allocate funds according to what those non-monthly expenses are. So, I mean, that is another thing that's just crucial to what I learned. And I can't recall if there's a specific tool for that, or if that's in one of your videos, or if that was just something that we really talked through as part of the group. But that is another thing that was just really important. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we've talked through it and I've actually did a, a, just a regular blog post that I can link up, link up in the show notes for sure. So yeah, because that is a big mistake that a lot of people make and that definitely throws off uh, the cash flow. And that's something mm-hmm. that we're definitely talking about in the challenge and the budget reset challenge uh, this week. So thanks for sharing that. I love, sure. love hearing all that. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really true. And I, if I could add one other thing sure. as far as like people... We ended up deciding to use credit cards or Mm -hmm. a credit card. And what is so cool about it is I have a much better sense of control to see a number going up than I do a number going down. Mm -hmm. So when I look at and I look at it probably every other day. So I look at the credit card balance and then I go and I update the expenses app that I have so I can have it categorized, you know, kind of live. And then I can see and go, okay, well, I know. I set a monthly limit for what that spend can be. Mm-hmm. So then as I see that dollar amount coming up, I'll say to my husband, hey, look, we need to be mindful because we're not going over this amount. That's what I have set aside to, you know, the cash is available to pay that off as soon as the bill is due. And then as it goes up, I can see it better. I don't have, it just really works better for me mentally than mm-hmm. watching a bank balance go down. Gotcha. Um, I like watching it go a- up and, and then mm-hmm. setting the limit and saying, you know, okay, this is what we have available. Or if I need to go to the grocery store, okay, well, I'm only going to spend this because I know, you know, in two weeks I need to have, you know, this nugget, you know, still available to pay, you know, and the, the mileage or uh, reward points that we're getting out of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to get, I don't know, probably a free vacation um, from all of this. <laughs> and, and I love that you bring that up because there's no one way that's perfect. Mm-hmm. So you just have to try something, try away. If it doesn't work for your particular situation, try mm-hmm. another way. And you've been able to do that. So I definitely use credit cards, but there's only a certain areas I use credit cards in because that's the only, so there's only some areas I trust myself for the credit card mm-hmm. and it's not right. at the grocery store. So mm-hmm. uh, those type of things. So it's just knowing yourself and trying some things. And I love that mm-hmm. you've been able to tweak as you go and make it work for you. Love, love well, that. and, and it's, it came from your virtual money management system. Awesome. So I'm still using that, but the account for the cash is mm-hmm. there. So it's, we have the bill paying account, which is called the hub. <laughs> and then we have 
Jason has an account and then I have a set aside account and then I have and then vacation. And so depending on the non-monthly expense, I allocate a certain amount to each of those accounts so that I can continue to build up that nugget. Mm -hmm. But then, um, then as far as like that credit card, we only use, you know, that one. And it just, it seems a much, it's just much easier for us to, you know, control the spending, which is the opposite of what most people, but it took a while. I mean, that definitely took that's where the patience went, and flex, uh-huh. flexibility comes in. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it did. But the virtual, that's another part too, the virtual money management system. I, I also would get on my cheerleading outfit if I had one and <laughs> do, <laughs> do a cheer for it. Yay. Oh, you're so funny. You're so funny. So what would you say is your favorite part of the Fearless Money Sisterhood? I know you've talked about different things you've done. What would you say is your favorite part? Uh, you. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you're so sweet. <laughs> Anything well, else? I feel bad. <laughs> well, and I say that because you know I think I've been in a few different uh, groups led by different coaches, and mm-hmm. it's very interesting how the coach or the person who you know forms the group sets the tone, and especially with money it's such a sensitive topic and they're so, you know, the whole money story that we each have and the emotional side of things that come with it. Um, you know, the shame parts, if we're not doing it the way that we're supposed to, uh, can overtake you and your desire to make any changes. And so I think with the fearless money sisterhood and the way that you, the environment that you've created is just really supportive and encouraging. And I also love how in the podcast that people, you know, share their stories, you know, honestly, and Mm -hmm. frankly, there's an honest discussion in the group and in the podcast about money and the, you know, the realities of it, you know, versus what we only see, you know, superficially, you know, on Facebook, people taking vacations or, you know, buying new stuff or, you know, things like that. And I think there's a much more, you know, honest discussion and a really safe environment. You know, I love that it's a private group. I mean, you know, I think that, her money matters is wonderful, you know, too, but there's an added level of, you know, security within a private group that you get to see people's names and you understand, you see their history and you kind of can, you know, it's just a very sensitive topic. And, and I think everybody in that group, you know, is kind of aware of that and looking for, for the encouragement too, that you, you provide. Oh, well, thank you for that. And so Mm -hmm. what would be one or two reasons you would say you would recommend someone that's thinking about joining the fearless money sisterhood? Why would you recommend it? Well, as you're going through that process, if you have any inkling whatsoever that you're not happy with your current way of organizing your finances or approaching your finances, then I would definitely join because you can ask questions that you really cannot ask anywhere else. I mean, even if you have friends or family, sometimes it's just not something that you could say. And so I think that, you know, having a place where you can ask questions and test things out and the from, you know, the hot seat calls to, you know, your office hours. I mean, I know I the, the office hours have helped me. I mean, there was, I can remember one conversation where I had and was like, I just went to TJ Maxx and I don't know what happened <laughs> <laughs> and I over Skype. And it was just, you know, I started off just berating myself and, you know, we talked through that and, you know, I ended up in a totally different place by the end of that conversation. So, oh, I mean, so yeah, I mean, so I would say, you know, again, having somewhere to ask those questions and, and really to see how people do organize, you know, their finances, because I think that 
again, if you have that inkling that something isn't right, there's always an elephant in the room. You know, I think that that's one thing with finances that, you know, you can pretend like it doesn't exist, but it's always still there. And that's why it's a stress. And so if you have that stress at all, then, you know, by joining the group, you have a place where you can kind of work through that because, it, you know, talking through and asking questions, trying different things and getting to that point where you can be excited about your spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Oh my goodness. You share such so much good stuff or a lot of good stuff here, uh, Laura. I really, really appreciate sharing all your feedback. And it's always such a joy. You always bring, bring this big smile to my face when I talk to you. So I really appreciate sharing that feedback on the program. Thank you for asking me. I'm I'm happy to you know share my experience too, because it really is something that I I hold to be very valuable. You know, I, don't, I can't, I don't think I would be here at the point where I am right now if I hadn't joined. I mean, oh I really, gosh. really don't. You just touched really my don't. heart. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Laura. I so You're appreciate welcome. it. What did you think? I'm still a mix of emotions here from feeling good that I had the honor of being along in that part of their journey. But the bigger part of this is the growth and the change and the successes that they have experienced. And better yet here, these ladies are like you and I, and what they have achieved is possible for you too. You are not alone in this by any means, because like that saying says, it does take a village. Now, if this resonated with you and you are interested in learning more about the Fearless Money Sisterhood program, you can put on your name on the wait list as enrollment does not open until Saturdays, February 11th, and you can put your name over at jenhempill.com forward slash interested. Now, next week on the podcast, you will get to hear from Julie, Darla, and Malini as the real stories and why. It Takes a Village continues in part two. So that is a wrap for today. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us. Um, You can check out a recap of the show and and our show notes, a written recap over at jenhempill.com forward slash 88. So thanks again for listening and we'll chat next Thursday. Thursday.